Blog Talk Radio. Sometimes your thoughts will come and go. Try to clear your mind, but confusion won't let you know that deep inside there's a sacred place where all uncertainty can be raised. I never learned to know myself, and I was afraid. Right now I need to heal myself. Well, just like a brook that runs so deep, I spent my life just being asleep. It takes enlightenment to know that what you learn is toxic. It takes enlightenment to know that you can learn toxicity. Good afternoon, and welcome to the Powers of Mind Enlightenism Spiritual Freedom Broadcast. I am Carolyn Kelly, Enlightenism teacher and consciousness practitioner. And I will lead you in our guided meditation today. But before we begin, I want you to know that this is a far-reaching broadcast. This is about unlearning toxicity and moving into the wholeness that you are. So I ask all of you that are within the sound of my voice, To find a comfortable place for all of you that can, that are not driving or handling heavy machinery or anything like that, just to find a comfortable place and just find that place within, that still place that we all have within us, that place that takes us away from the hustle and bustle, the hurry, the worry, and all of the things that we get caught up in the course of a day. So I ask now that you close your eyes softly and begin breathing in and out in a very slow and calming manner as I read the guided meditation taken from the book Enlightenism. I am greater than the I that I created. I begin my day by affirming that I am alive. My purpose in this day is to continue my work to express the greater power of enlightenment in my life. I am a powerful, unstoppable force with no limitations or boundaries to expressing 
the greater power of enlightenism in my life. I am on the enlightenism path because it's the path I have chosen to travel. I affirm my commitment to travel on this path by the work I am doing to express the greater power of enlightenism in my life. I acknowledge that today is the continuation of my work from yesterday. I accept that every day is one that I am committed to expressing the greater power of enlightenism in my life. Enlightenism is all the food I need to sustain me through the day. I affirm that I will work to cleanse my consciousness of toxicity throughout this day. And when I end my day with sleep, I accept that I did the work to express the greater power of enlightenism in all of my actions. I affirm that before I enter into a temporal state of sleep, that my thoughts will be fully focused on the greater power of enlightenism within me. I end my day by accepting that I am the greater power. I ask now that you take a deep, full breath within and let it out very slowly as you open your eyes and come back to the broadcast. Before Brother Malcolm comes to speak, I always want to leave you with one of the ten principles of Enlightenism. And the tenth principle says, I acknowledge that I have the power to express happiness and mindfulness in all of my actions. And now, I give you Brother Malcolm, author, philosopher, prophet, and creator of Enlightenism, Brother Malcolm. Thank you so much, Sister Carla. Wonderful uh, meditation. I know I say this every day, folks, but it is. If you're opening, if you're open to receive, then she's giving out some very good information that can assist you with quieting your mind. So Absolutely. You in, yeah, you can get in contact with yourself. And, exactly. and, and, I, and, and I think about the work 
that we're doing with the Enlightenism and how valuable the work is and how beneficial it is to those who desire to really change their lives. I'm not talking yes. about somebody <laughs> just wanting to go get another job or just stop <laughs> drinking alcohol or using drugs or so forth. I'm talking about a new, as you know, we're talking about a new mindset, becoming free Absolutely. of the social construct mindset. That what you're born Absolutely. into. Absolutely. It's, it's far-reaching, and it is available to all who are committed to changing their life. And it's a lifelong journey. It is the path of enlightenment, and it is what we speak from. That's what this broadcast is all about, and we give it very freely. So true. Thank you so much, Sister Carla. You're welcome. Well, folks, welcome all of you again to the broadcast, The Change in How We Think and Live. Who are you aware of being? How much power do you have in your own life? I am greater than the I that I created. When you recognize the full meaning of that statement and you grasp it within yourself, and you can say to yourself, I am greater than the problems that I've created in my life. I acknowledge that I'm responsible for the present conditions in my life. That's the first principle of enlightenment. But it's not just some words. What does it mean to be responsible for something when you don't know how it was created? That's like you're saying you're being responsible for a murder that you saw down the street from you. You're not responsible for it, no matter how much you want to assume responsibility and involve yourself in saying what you could have or should have done. I am consciousness. I create all of my awareness of beings. I am always greater than my creations. We are divinely born with consciousness and powerful minds. When we forget our divine birthright, we condition our consciousness to create powerless minds. When we accept the greater power of God within us, we search and discover the power existing in us as consciousness. Consciousness is an invisible power that's whole, perfect, and complete. It is formless, colorless, and faceless, which we cannot see with human eyes or mechanical instruments. That's from the blog, Overcoming Our Dependency on Others. We're doing this work, folks, because it began, the work began with a desire on my part initially to see what could I learn and know without depending on others. That led to the book, The New African-American Man. I wanted to really find a way out of generational uh, toxicity and victimization. You see, what was passed on to me and millions of people like me was struggle generation was passing on to the next how hard life was and how you had to struggle all the time and how you needed to fit in to a system of thought that you were born into that had already labeled you the way society wanted to label you placed you in an environment where that was drastically different from the one that you saw in 
in movies and on television and read about in the books and magazines. Something drastically different that make you feel made me feel like there was something greater outside of me than what was inside of me. So my quest in life was to improve on the things inside of me, like getting the education and the other things, so that I could fit in. Wasn't something in me, see, I wasn't dealing with the greater power within me. I was dealing with the information that others had passed on to me. And that was the information I wanted to use. I wanted to learn more and more and more about the social construct so that I could function within it. I would be able to exist within it. And and the sad thing that happened in my life, in the early stages of my life, is that I had no idea who I was. I can't speak for you. Maybe you can answer the question today, who are you aware of being? Or maybe you're afraid of it. See, many are afraid. I, I, I come in contact with people that are part of generational toxicity, that are part of the legacy that was created by others and passed on to us about lack, limitation, and struggle, particularly the legacy of struggling. And you, know, you have individuals who want to awaken one day and become leaders, and and they want to free, particularly the, the black people, the African Americans, and others, Hispanics, and others that feel downtrodden, and even the European Americans. People come along so they want to make things better in the world. And better comes from what? Something outside of toxicity, or do you want to make toxicity better? Do you want to keep the fundamental foundational beliefs of toxicity and make it more or make it fair to other people so you wouldn't have crime, you wouldn't have violence, you wouldn't have all of the things that people want to pray away. They want them to go away and they won't leave. And they won't leave because the people that are praying believe in a system that promotes violence, racism, poverty, ghettos. They're not something that will magically appear. We're dealing with who creates the housing projects, the U.S. government. Where does the government get the money from? Taxpayers. Why did it create housing projects? For those who they believe couldn't take care of themselves and were undesirables. In other words, you don't want people living in your neighborhood based upon their race and color and status and education. That's the problem of the social construct. I'm not dwelling on the problem. I'm setting this up so that we can get to the solution, which is self-acquired intuitive knowledge. And it begins with opening the door just for you to acknowledge that I am responsible for the current conditions in my life opens up a portal. Portal is not open wide enough so you walk through, but you can see a flickering light. So you know that there is light outside of the darkness of toxicity. There's something else. There is something else. And that something else 
is the light within you, which is the unconditioned consciousness. You are divinely created with a powerful mind. And the power to discover who you are and fulfill your purpose in this world, it's not a secret. So when people tell you about something that's a secret, they're telling you about it's a secret because you don't understand it. And the things that you don't understand, you call them mysteries. You want it to be a secret. That way you don't have to do any work to overcome problems in your own life. Because you think that the power that I'm talking about is secret. You didn't learn about it in school. You didn't learn about it in church. You didn't learn about it in your neighborhood. So it's a secret just because you have not heard about it. Well, in in the social construct, you don't hear about everything. You only hear about parts of what you're exposed to. But it doesn't mean that there are not other parts of the social construct mindset that imprisons you to believe that you are less than who you are. And then when you believe it, you pass it on. Don't people talk all the time, really, I want to make the, the world a better place for my children. So what do you have to pass on to your children? Well, let's see if I can pass on a house and some stocks or something to the kids, to the children. And that's all you have. What about a philosophy? What about a way of life? What about some information to overcome all of this struggling and pain that people have in their lives? Do you have that to give or you want to go it alone? When you're working in the mind and you're talking about working in the mind and you're, and you're working in the mind and it's working alone in the mind, then some people misinterpret what I'm saying and believe <laughs> that you're alone in the world. No, you're not. It's over 8 billion people according to the people that take statistics, if you want to believe it. But it's a lot of people in the world. All over the world is what we have been told. And you can see a lot of people in the United States of America. Go to New York City, for example, or San Francisco, and you can see how crowded it is. So there are people, and you have to live with people. But you don't have to be like people. You can live in the world and have a different mindset. Once you discover that there is something greater in the world than what you have been taught. And if you believe that this is all that it is, then you're going to pass on to your children the same past pain and suffering that you had in your life. And then the next generation will be another generation seeking solutions to overcome the pain and suffering and getting the same results, coming to the same understanding. Oh, I did everything I was supposed to do, followed all of the commandments and did all of the things, got all the education, got a great job and so forth. Why am I still in pain? Why am I still in pain? I'm a senator. I'm a congressperson. I'm a pope. I'm a minister. Got thousands of people in my church. So then why am I still in pain? Because you have not found the solution for overcoming pain. Here's Sister Carolyn to give us a few insights, and I'll be right back. Hang on for a moment, please. You're listening to Brother Malcolm Kelly's Powers of the Mind Hour, a healing of the mind broadcast on Blog Talk Radio. 
Subscribe to the Healing of the Mind broadcast and become a supporter of Enlightenism. Learn how to use the inner mind power of Enlightenism. Enlightenism empowers you to create a new way to think and live. Purchase one of Brother Malcolm Kelly's Enlightenism books from Amazon or go to his blog, Brother Malcolm's Enlightenism Insights. Browse and purchase. You'll be glad you did. Thank you so much, Sister Carolyn. You're listening to the Powers of Our Mind Hour. I'm Brother Malcolm. You've served Sister Carolyn share some insights about this broadcast and the work that we're doing. It may seem far-reaching to you. It may seem that it's uh, not doable in your own life. So we're breaking it down in a way today and from now on so that you can see directly how the philosophy of Enlightenism applies to you and how you can use it if you're willing, if you're willing to trust the greater power within you. Now, that's a big if, because all that we have been taught is that the greater power is not within us. Great cries go out for all of the downtrodden people living in the United States of America and around the world. God, please help me. Great prayers go out every day, every day. Billions of people around the world. But in the 330-something million people in the United States of America that are praying every day for things to get better. And when the answer is revealed for things to get better, you must let go of the things causing you to believe things are not okay. Things are inadequate. That you are perceiving the world to be in need of change. And you'd like for the world you know, to change and not recognize you are the person that's perceiving the world. All that's been passed on to make all of us alike is the social construct mindset. Social construct mindset, folks, is just simply the beliefs and values that govern the society. And we are using that mindset, that idea, the philosophies, and all of the other things that govern the concept of the United States of America. That's what I'm talking about. And contained within it is all of the things that we have been taught by parents, by teachers, by society, by our own experiences. We learn what people want us to know. And when we don't adhere to what they want us to adhere to, then you have a problem. So by and large, the African-American people have adhered to the social construct mindset. So they believe that somehow being abused, somehow struggling, made them closer to God. And that there was some favoritism that they would receive from God, that we would receive from God, I should say, not they. We would receive from God that would make our lives better. God is going to deliver us from all of the pain and suffering. God is going to deliver us from all of the abuse that we're taking. Now, all of this seems like this is metaphysical. It's really not. Something that the people heard that Moses wrote about. And they have forgotten how deeply ingrained that information is in you. So Moses is always, the, 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 the Jewish people were, were always talking about God going to deliver them out of the bondage. And you hear this all of your life. 
and then you hear that you people are God's favorite people and so forth. And all of this is coming from the social construct. In consciousness, you earn. You earn clarity. You earn power. You're born with power and clarity. But in order to reclaim that which you have given up, to trust generational toxicity, you have to reclaim it. And the only way you can do that is to unlearn what others have taught you and create a new mindset. Now, there is nothing complex about what I just said, about that statement. There's nothing complex about it. But then at the deeper level, in the social construct, if someone says to you, all you have to do to stop dealing with the violence or stop using drugs, just say no to the participation. Just say no. Some politician's wife said that years ago, and she was attacked. And she believed that if you could condition yourself just to say no, you wouldn't use drugs. And there's a lot of truth in it. The problem is the people could not condition themselves to say no to the drugs because they had become addicted to it. And so there was a there was a deeper understanding that needed to be shared with the people at that time that was lacking in our own understanding, our own life. And this is what I am talking about today. There was a lack of understanding in previous generations, essence and the meaning of struggling. And don't you have this was something you had to do for the rest of your life and that there was a rescuer. See we have we have been taught to believe there's a rescuer for all of our problems. Whether it's violence, whether it's racism, whether it's oppression, whether it's anything. We believe someone is going to rescue us with some type of program. And we have become accustomed to the mindset. And this is the mindset of the social construct. I call it the social construct mindset. And that's what Enlightenism is being presented as a power that's greater than the social construct. And the power is in you. It requires you to begin inquiring about who you are and how you got in the position that you're in. And that if you are making millions of dollars, say, for example, on television, ask yourself the question, how much abuse are you taking for the million dollars? And how have you learned to manage the abuse, to compromise who you really are for money? And that creates an opening for you to examine your own life. And then when you get to the point of understanding, the next step is are you willing to let it go? And in the social construct, the answer is always no. You don't want to let it go. You'd rather take the abuse. Okay, folks, I'm going to bring Sister Carolyn back to close us out. I'll be back on the air with you at 12 p.m. tomorrow, and so will she. So here's Sister Carolyn. Have a great day, folks. I'm Brother Malcolm. You're listening to Brother Malcolm's Healing of the Mind broadcast. He's sharing Enlightenism insights about how to use inner mind power. This broadcast 
and all of our broadcasts are available on iTunes, Apple, Listen Notes, Facebook, Twitter, and Google. We encourage you to subscribe to this life-saving broadcast and become a regular listener. Purchase one of Brother Malcolm's Enlightenism books from Amazon or his blog, Brother Malcolm's Enlightenism Insights. Also, go to our website, www.nationalbyesociety.org, and make a tax-deductible donation to support our nonprofit 501c3 organization. Thank you for listening. Oh,